Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The best of Mile High Sports is brought to you by Bespoke Edge, Denver's premier custom suit provider. If you have a special event coming up like a wedding, or you're just looking to update your wardrobe and dress more professionally, they can help. Don't know much about matching or what you need to do for what occasion? No problem. They will take care of all the details and outfit you in a great-looking modern style and perfect for Denver. They were just awarded Top of the Town Reader's Choice by 5280 Magazine this summer. Why wait any longer to look great? Visit BespokeEdge.com today and make an appointment. Court, weekdays at 3 p.m. Presented by Kinsco. Welcome back to 303-831-1340. You know, you heard it coming in. Our friends at Kinsco, public safety equipment, they do a great job. The um, place, man, um, you can get your outerwear, you can get your footwear, you can get your accessories, um, you can get firearms. A lot of great stuff over there at Kinsco. Check out the website, K-I-N-S-C-O. That's K-I-N-S-C-O. We've been talking about them, our friends up north in Kinsco Public Safety Equipment. Do a great job up there. Greg and Nan, um, tremendous friends of the program. We're going to try to get uh, Greg on the show next week, uh, do a little discussion with him uh, with our friends at Kinsco. So go check them out on the web, K-I-N-S-C-O. That's Kinsco. Dot com 303-831-1340. We'll get to uh, Golden Mark's text here in a little bit. In fact, you know what? We'll ask Cody Rourke this question as we join uh, Cody Rourke on the hotline. Cody, we'll get into Melvin Gordon's press conference and NFL news and all that jazz, but we did get a text from uh, Golden Mark, who uh, a regular listener of our show says, which receiver do you want the Broncos to get? Judy Ruggs, Lamb, Chenault, and should they trade to get him? Um... You know, I think I would go with Henry Ruggs. I've been on record of saying that. I haven't changed my stance, and I would trade up for a talent like him. So I've been running these simulations, a lot of them, and I'm starting to... Mm, I, I, I'll say this. I, I'm starting to believe that the three top guys, Judy, Ruggs, uh, Lamb, are not going to fall to Denver. Would you agree? Uh, you know, I'd say the likelihood of uh, probably like one of those key ones, like being there, I don't know. It's really tough to say. Um, I don't know. I feel like it could go either way. I mean, how many times have we gone into the draft thinking things are going to sure. go yeah. the way that they did, and then they went completely opposite? I, I don't know. I have a feeling one of those guys will be available for Denver at 15, and if they really want a wide receiver, and I, I feel like if they don't feel like a guy's going to be there at 15, I do think that they're going to trade up. I, I really do. I have a strong feeling about that. There are guys who are, look, they're pole vaulting up draft boards, so things could change by draft day, but expected to go somewhere around Denver's second-round pick. Guys like Chenault, uh, Mims, um, you know, T. Higgins maybe even. Uh, it, it, wide receiver with the first and second pick, yay or nay? Um, 
I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, I just don't think Denzel Mims is going to be available. I feel sure. like he's going to be a round one pick. Late round one, mid round one, the Philadelphia Eagles like him. The Green Bay Packers like him. I know that. So uh, that's just really tough to say at this point, Ronnie. I really have a. Uh, but if anyone, no if any one of those guys, and I think Chenault's probably the one that's mocked closest to do that, because I don't think I don't think LaVisca's a first round talent anymore. Uh, but, I think he's fallen off. Which, yes, you know it's going to be a risk to take a guy like Lavisco. As much as I like him, um, you know his injury history and everything like that. Him having to get surgery, that puts uh, some concerns on there. And teams haven't been able to like he didn't. He wasn't able to do a pro day before everything went uh, went crazy. So I don't know how Lavisca Chenault is going to up his draft stock at all. I really have no idea. It's going to be a it's going to be a challenge for him. 303-831-1340, our text line. Thank you for those texts. We appreciate them. Cody Rourke on the hotline. Of course, you could follow him on Twitter. Does a great job, of course, with the Locked on Broncos podcast, Cody Rourke NFL. You uh, saw and heard from Melvin Gordon regarding the uh, well his uh, introductory press conference with the media. I thought he had some interesting stuff to say, but what was your initial response? You know, he seems like a really humble guy. He, he touched base on the fact that he's got a big chip on his shoulder, that a lot of people, you know, he's seen the media reports. He's seen people talk and say that he's an average back just because he sat out last year, and uh, he sees that. So he's got motivation. And one thing I've kind of taken note of that, too, I think Philip Lindsay's also got a chip on his shoulder. So if you have two running backs in the same room, Ronnie, that got a chip on their shoulders, I tell you what, it, it bodes well for this Broncos offense. Um, initially, you know, I think he's uh, he's ready for a new chance. He mentioned the, you know, Broncos fans. He mentioned the culture here. He mentioned the offensive line, watching them and and seeing how they do getting up to the second level. Uh, things like that are what appealed him to come to Denver and obviously playing the Chargers twice. Um, I also did like the fact that he touched on that he was asked if he had any regrets for how he handled things and the holdout. And he says he would have done things differently because he felt like he soured some relationships in the process. And he seems like just a, a pretty genuine bad guy. He likes going bowling, Ronnie. So let's take him to a bowling event. Yes, well, we were just talking about uh, we're going to do our nonprofit bowling event at some time. Uh, obviously not during now, but um, yeah, we're going to bring him in. And uh, I don't know, losers going to buy Elways or something like that. We'll see. Uh, oh yeah, I, th- I think Les Les had a very good question to him as well. I thought Les uh, presented yes. a very unique edge to that. So hats off to a mile high sports. Yes, Les Shapiro. The uh, uh, he was talking about being a chip on his shoulder, and and I took this a little differently. So I want to read you the quote, and then I'll give you my response. He said, "Quote okay. uh, in regards to the chip on his shoulder." He said, "Quote." This year, people are like, oh, he's not the back that he was. No one takes into account that I didn't have my center. I didn't have my left tackle. We had guys that were hurt and just in and out. I didn't really have my starting lineup, my best lineman. I didn't have. Yeah. End quote. He talks a lot about how his production was poor because of another position. Is that deflecting a little bit, though, in considering that, you know what? It shouldn't matter what's surrounding you. You should still be able to be productive. Would you agree? Yeah, you know, and that's one thing he did say. He's like, I don't. He even mentioned. He said, I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses. Um, it kind of sounds like an excuse. Like. Yeah. In, in a sense, yes. Um, I felt like his biggest point of what he was talking about, though, probably in my interpretation, was you know he was still able to do some really good things despite the fact that he was missing his center he was missing his left tackle and people still want to call him an average back that's sure. where that's kind of how i interpreted it just being you know a former player and a guy who coaches the game as well that's kind of how i interpreted it i also got the sense too you know it could sound like a little bit of an excuse which 
um, you know, I certainly get that. Um, you know, it, it makes sense that people would would assume it that way, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I, I don't know. It's a it's an intriguing prospect, to be honest with you, Ronnie. Um, but as a, the, my initial reaction about him, I felt like he he did a pretty good job. I'm excited to see what him and uh, Philip Lindsay can do together. Yeah, I think he can be very effective. Um, I I am considering a the expectation somewhere just south of a thousand total yards with a successful season being 1,200 plus. Would you agree? Yeah, I agree. So it really also depends too how you look at it from the standpoint. If you want to, you know, for two tailbacks, I think if both running backs in this offense can amass um, at least a thousand yards all purpose between both of them, I I okay. think that's a phenomenal trait between I would agree, two guys. Yes. Um, if we had to talk about one guy, if one guy was the primary bell cow, what am I expecting from Melvin Gordon? Look, if he if he rushes for twelve hundred yards, that's massive. Um, if Philip Lindsay, you know, I think we look at the combination of the last couple of years between Philip and uh, Royce Freeman. Lindsay had a thousand yards in each of the last two seasons. Royce Freeman had five hundred yards in each of the last two seasons. So I feel like if uh, one of those guys got to look at it too, you know, I think those guys can complement each other really well and both have massive success. And I think that's the hope. I'm going to be really intrigued to see how Pat Shermer utilizes both these guys in the same time. ESPN came out with a uh, little interesting story and um, a, a very solid point. We're speaking with Cody Rourke uh, again, Cody Rourke on Twitter, Cody Rourke NFL. ESPN talked about how NFL teams are going to have less info to select players yeah. this year in the NFL draft and talking about how the best teams, the smartest teams, got it right back in the uh, whatever it was, 80s, 90s, and uh, the, the teams that didn't go about it the correct way um, always failed because you didn't have the, the pro days of the world and you know the different one-on-one meetings. Well, today, obviously, well, this year, uh, a lot of NFL teams haven't uh, had that opportunity. Do you think this drastically affects how NFL draft strategies are laid out? You know, I think it does, and you know, the the NFL right now, NFL teams, they're utilizing FaceTime, which you know is a great modern uh, innovation. Zoom meetings, um, they're trying to do that to get to know prospects. But I, I really think that uh, just having the, the the video, the access of seeing players do stuff to you know position specific drills, pro days, interview questions. I think you know it, it's better in person. It's better with that formal eye to eye contact. Mm-hmm. You know, if you pull up a phone on FaceTime, you can. You know, you can kind of present really well, but I feel like just being there in person gets the message across a lot more. It's going to be a challenge. Um, I'm eager to see how it really does impact the NFL in the long run, but we'll see how it goes. Maybe something comes up and we can get back to action sooner than anticipated. Maybe some of these things can happen, but, I mean, as of right now, that's looking very, very unlikely. Do you think the NFL and college football season are in trouble with the virus? If uh, if this continues on, and maybe in, that's uh, and, May and, I, and I don't mean to cut you off. I, maybe that's an unfair question because look, no, I don't really know if nobody knows, but boy, I'm starting to think we're we're in tr- real trouble here. If if it comes to May or June, Ronnie, then I'm going to be very worried. Yes, I think that there would be a potential risk of the season starting off a little bit later um, than I think what anybody was kind of hoping for. So. Uh, that's kind of my thought on it. Yeah, if, if this happens here soon enough, then, uh, yeah, I do think that we're going to be in some trouble, which is going to be scary. I'm not going to be a big fan of that, but certainly I understand uh, health and safety are pretty much more important right now. My hope is that fans can get involved in the discussion. Cody Rourke NFL on Twitter, Cody Rourke on uh, YouTube. 
we get we get everybody involved and we do a lot of good stuff. So that's kind of my whole thought process on the situation. And I appreciate you guys for uh, being patient during this crazy time. Oh no, we understand. You got You were uh, you were working hard yesterday. I understand. Oh, it was between conference calls and being on work, trying to game plan how we're going to teach these students remotely. It's been it's been pretty wild, right? Yeah. Well, hey, I tell you what, uh, you you are in high demand and and you do a great work and. Uh, that's that's within the football stuff and outside the football stuff. Uh, I always tell people I strongly encourage you uh, follow him. A great stuff, uh, Cody. We appreciate the time and uh, go wash your hands and be safe this weekend. All right. <laughs> you too, Ronnie. I appreciate you, man. All right, Cody Rourke on Twitter. Cody Rourke NFL. Thanks for joining the program and uh, thank you for the texts that have come in as well too. If you want to get your text in, three zero three eight three one thirteen forty. Interesting stuff from Melvin Gordon. And I can see what Cody was saying. I can see, but boy, man, Melvin Melvin really made it a point to say, I didn't play well because the offensive line was bad. I was like, mm, So does that translate to the Broncos? I don't love that comment, but all right. Whatever, 303-831-1340. We'll talk about what a successful season and carry splits should look like between Gordon and Philip Lindsay, and is a third name potentially in there? We'll talk about that next. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.